Welcome everyone to Halfway to Heroes. We got everybody here and let's go ahead and find out what happened in last week's or two weeks ago's episode, episode four. What happened, you guys? If we tie, I'm burning the school down. <laughs> we Well, we did tie. We just haven't beat them yet. Or it's not been announced that we beat them because we all know we did. <laughs> yeah, so what all happened in episode four, y'all? Um, I remember a door that we did a trick coin in. It had fingertips no. on the bottom. Uh, nope, nope, nope. That's actually all in door in episode three, which I think we've, I hope we recapped in episode <laughs> four. Uh, I have not edited episode four yet, but uh, but no, episode four actually only had one room in it the whole time. Oh, it was that big cathedral style room, cavern place or whatever with the stalactites and the stalagmites. Hey, yeah. 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 And Ultrax remembers. But what else was in there besides the stalactites? Because you guys didn't fight a bunch of stalactites. A dragon or something yes. like that. Yeah. A steampunk dragon. You all remember how you beat the steampunk dragon? Negative. I, I, I'm going to give you one hint. It had something to do with each of your rooms. I had to turn out the lights and then the chandelier or something like that glue or like glow. Glue? Glowed, whatever the word is. <laughs> it glued. It past tense, it okay. Past tense. It was Something gluing. glowed. It's like all of our rooms kind of like debuffed them. I thought we were all in one room with bunk beds. Clyde, remember you had that room in episode three where you had to lift the door. Oh. Um, uh, old tracks had to run in the candle thing. and um, The candle that should have gone out when I took off running. You mentioned that also in either episode three or four. I think it's in episode four. You mentioned. I won't that. let you live this down. <laughs> and I failed at the puzzle. No, you didn't. You got it. Oh, you got it. Did I get it? Yeah, you got it. I don't even Did remember a puzzle. Johnny and Dustin helped you. Yeah, at the end, so at I the very cheated. end, the very the like the very last step, they helped you with. So it's halfway to cheating. Wait, but how is that possible? They weren't in Wait, the room. What was the puzzle? It was it was group chat. We were talking in your consciousness, man. Merlin, do you remember your room? Hey, I don't remember the damn puzzle. Uh, he had a he had to weigh a bunch of stuff and find yeah, the, the fake heavy. coins, oh. and we had to figure out which ones were real. Oh, mine was like I can walk through blue walls or something. It was blue the fire, and you died three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Merlin, you died in yours because you kept running through the fire three times. You died. So this big dragon in the middle of its chest had like this gym in it, but it had this these doorways like clamped down vault doors on it, and it had little finger holds. And Clyde held it open, and then it had some fire in it, and then it also had a little keyhole in this gym in the center of its chest that matched this key that Ubo got from his room. But uh, but yeah, you guys you guys ended up killing it, and then you decided to put out the fire. I forget how you put it out. I'm 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 gonna go on record and guess that you peed it out. Because I Clyde peed it out. Did I? Did he really? Did I'm he? pretty sure he did. I think I think everybody ended up joining in, but Clyde started it. I don't remember I, anything from that. Clearly, I didn't <laughs> pee in it, but you know, he excreted hydraulic fluid on it. <laughs> there you go. And then after you all defeated this big old dragon uh, and peed out the fire, you found a couple of gen, uh, chips of valor on its body. Exited the room and uh, handed off your coins to Klug. And Master wakes in the room, Klug's in the room, and then um, 
you all got tattoos uh, because you had at least six of those gems. Yeah, where did we get our tattoos at? I I listened to that too because I figured you all would probably forget just like I did. Mine um, was my ass. Yes. Uh, all tracks got it on his butt. Did I get mine um, on my neck? You did. You did. You got yours on your neck because there wasn't a whole lot of room left for tattoos on your body otherwise. Um, Merlin got his on his form and uh, Ubo got his on the back of his shell. Um, and then uh, from there, you guys found out that you had 23. Oh my god. I, th- I listened I think, to it today. I 24. I think we had 33. It was uh, 20. Tw- I'm going to say I, I believe 23. And then a bunch of other groups came in and they all they all had like way way less uh, chips than you all. One team actually didn't even have enough to graduate. They actually came with four. That's sad. Um, that is sad. So does um, the school stay open? And like, <laughs> I was going to say what happens to them. Oh no! School? Oh no! They're they're just they they just didn't get their tattoos. They didn't get their marks of merit. They didn't get their. They failed uh, and they go they're home. Screwed. And that's it. Yeah. Go so cry. so they spent four years and they just won't have anything to to show for it. The very last team that came in was the Funky Four, and they actually threw down also twenty three chips. And then it was Professor Wake saying. It's going to come down to the the time, and now we are in present day. I think we should do mutual combat, us four <laughs> versus them. I agree. Headmaster Wake, uh, she already said this, but she says it again. Uh, well, it looks like we're going to come down to whoever performed the fastest. And uh, you see Clue kind of do that uh, excited fingertip tapping thing and uh he runs over behind where the scores of the chips are all stacked on these wooden placards you see him come back from behind there and he's got two envelopes and he says oh okay do you want to do the honors or do you want me to do them headmaster and she's oh klug i know i know this is your favorite part you can go ahead and do it all right okay okay uh who all should we do first? Should we do the Funky Four first, or should we do uh, the Fundables? The Funky Four first. Do the oh. Funky Four. Okay, funky Fools. Uh, funky Four, and he opens up this envelope and he says, Funky Four's official time is... Drum roll, please. One hour, one minute, and 32 seconds. Yeah. That was that was Klug doing that. And he says, and the refundables. Time is drum roll, please. And he opens up the envelope. 32 minutes and 28 seconds. What now? We straight Half up destroyed time. him. And, uh, and you see quickness of turtle come up to you guys and say, well, how, how, how would you guys even do that? Did you guys not even take a short rest? F- I no. ran straight through my room. <laughs> well, no, we, no, didn't we did not rest. take a short rest. <laughs> we don't need rest. Oh, what? What about? Well, what about the the spiders and and Uthor fell from a fucking tree. A, a metal spider bit me really hard. How would you guys not take short rest from that? We dropped a portcullis on them, and we're not stupid. Oh well. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a little harsh. I mean, a spider bit me really hard. I needed to heal up a little bit, eat some juice, numb on some crackers. Well, eat, eat uh, some juice. Uh, not a one of us got bit by nothing. 
No. Well, well, I took well, some damage, but uh, I thought yeah, I'd be I mean, good to go. I mean, I mean, the turtle took some damage, but you know, we didn't we didn't get bit by no stupid spider. Merlin died three times too. <clears throat> that don't count. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Uthor say, uh, "Oh, oh, oh, wait, shit! I never got a, a voice for Uthor yet." Uh, he says, um, "Oh, you, uh, you took the fire too, yeah." <laughs> I died too. That was a fun one, wasn't it? That was okay, cool. Fun. It's going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the tension off of these stare downs. <laughs> and uh, Headmaster Wake comes up to you all and says, Oh, congratulations, the refundables. I, I really, really did have high hopes for you four. Well, you guys can uh, head over to Daryl, the uh, the quartermaster. Uh, he's going to get you all set up with your reward for winning. And then just have fun, celebrate, enjoy these, n- this next 10-day until uh, the graduation ceremony. Um, all right. I'm going to go get completely naked. And I'm <laughs> the only thing I'm going to be wearing is my deer head in front of my junk. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, well, okay. Well, please just uh, stop by Daryl first because he closes kind of early tonight. So uh, stop by, get your guys' uh, reward, and then also uh, just over the next ten days, just be preparing your, um, you know, whatever words you want to save inspiration for the uh, graduation ceremony. For nine days and twenty three more hours, I'm going to be naked. <laughs> okay. Everybody, everybody, listen up. Later on, we are going to have a party at our dorm. We're going to be drinking lots of Bud Light. Come on over and have some fun with the champions. Uh, enjoy the night. Yeah, just uh, go stop by Daryl, and um, I'll probably see you all around school. If not, I'll see you all on graduation day. Are you coming to the party, Headmaster Wake? Uh, I, I may stop by. Oh, you're going to want to come to this one. We we shall see. It's been a very long day. I don't know how you all would be up for partying right now. I I don't know if you noticed, but I mean, we've been here for like 12 hours now. <laughs> I actually just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin's been napping. He's been sleeping through it. <laughs> I need a quick recharge. Uh, you guys really have been uh, waiting around quite a bit for this last team to get through, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, move us to the uh, the quartermaster's area where she instructed you all to head over and collect your reward. So you all head over to the quartermaster's area. It's like a little kind of like a shop, and uh, you see standing behind the counter this hawking figure, this nine foot tall, white and black spotted minotaur figure, Daryl. Oh, and he you says, son of a bitch. And he says, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey guys! Uh, Headmaster Wake told me you all were gonna be heading over here. Uh, here, I got this list of items for you all to choose from. You all can choose one item, one item only. <laughs> I want to snatch it from him. Okay. Well, do you all need some time to like look over the list? Or uh, yes, give me a minute. Give me a minute, Daryl. Yes. Right yes. now, you stop talking." I would uh, like at least 10 minutes to look at this list, please. <laughs> okay. That okay, sounds do like you all mind if I practice my cowbell? <laughs> Proceed. More cowbell, please. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> oh. I'm thinking of this wind fan. 
but I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm thinking of the ring of jumping, so I don't have to swing on trees no more. That would be very useful, Clyde. Mm. Or the alchemy jug. You do jump a lot, Clyde. I jumped once. Well, that's all it takes. <laughs> Ooh, I kind of like this immovable rod. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty badass. It does seem pretty beneficial. I think I'm going to take that, guys. How about that? Wait, what's the guy's name? Daryl. Daryl. Hey, Daryl. I think I'm going to take this immovable rod. Is that cool? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Anything on there? Uh, some items we got we got twosies of so even a few we got threesies of uh that one we've only got one of so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and take that yeah first come first serve yeah you got it no more movable rod you other three all right i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the alchemy jug oh <laughs> you want that mayonnaise don't you no i want them four gallons of beer <laughs> <laughs> i can't drink i don't need clothes i don't need rings and i can't use a wand Oh, you can wear rings. <laughs> I didn't know how big my fingers were compared to those. <laughs> they can adjust them. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take the lantern of revealing to find hidden oh. objects. Oh, that's a pretty good one too. That sounds like a good one. So, guys, you have to remind me. I have an alchemy joke. I will not remember. You need to have a cheat sheet, man. I'm gonna have a cheat sheet. Just confirming. I do have goggles of night and rope of climbing, don't I? Yeah, and I think you can only have two infusions on at a time, but you can, like, swap them out. Well, I haven't picked those yet. I'll wait till we get to that. Yeah. Okay. And like I mentioned, you can, like, give those items to other people. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. All right, guys. I'm picking between two items. I'm going to pick either Ring of Jumping or... Or what? I think I'll do the robe of useful items. And can I say that it's actually like my little, um, what's it called? God dang, what's that called? Apron. Apron. <laughs> can I say it's like my apron? Yeah, we could do that. The apron of useful items. Yeah, so it's actually an apron. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah, we'll skin it like that. He says, all right, all right, guys, uh, give me one second. And uh, it's kind of a maze back there. I think that's why they wanted a minotaur working here. <laughs> Hold on. And uh, he turns to the door behind. There's like no items for sale up here. Um, but it's like a got a door with uh, two uh, padlocks on it. And uh, he swings it open. And you see this weird shimmering green light uh, just beyond it. And he dip, dips in for a minute. And... Within like thirty seconds, he's back with all of your items. Uh, Clyde, he hands you this this big old alchemy jug. Uh, Merlin, he hands you this apron of useful items. Uh, Ubo, you get this immovable rod, and then uh, Ultrex, you get this uh, this lantern, lantern of revealing. Sweet. Let's go ahead. Um, do you all want to kind of give like a, a summary of what your item does? So, because we got to think, a lot of listeners won't know what these things are. That's fine. Um, yeah, I, I can, we can I'm do that. I'm putting the list on my thing right now. Yeah, let's read them. Okay, so yeah, so uh, Clyde's alchemy drug can pretty much make Clyde. What all can it make? It can make. Uh, um, it can make twelve gallons of acid, a half ounce of basic poison, four gallons of beer, one gallon of honey, two gallons of mayonnaise. <laughs> One quart of oil, two gallons of vinegar, or yeah, two gallons of vinegar, 
eight gallons of fresh water, 12 gallons of salt water, and one gallon of wine. Or Why? four kegs of ale. And, yeah, and he can do that um, once a day for those amounts. So it's, it's a pretty versatile item. I really like this item. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Ubo, what's the movable rod do? Have you seen that? It, it, I, I will go ahead and say that it looks like it's like a 12-inch rod that has a button on the top of it. And uh, when you press that button, something cool happens. This flat iron rod has a button on one end. You can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again, the rod doesn't move. Even if it is defying gravity, the rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. More weight causes the rod to deactivate and fall. A creature can use an action to make a DC 30 strength check, moving the fixed rod up to 10 feet on a success. And then uh, Merlin, your robe of useful items, a.k.a. your apron of useful items. So it has two patches of um, each of the following. It's got so I guess two daggers, two bullseye lanterns, uh, steel mirror, 10 steel foot of rope. Hempen rope, fifty feet, and a sack. Two, well, two sacks. Two of all those, and it also has um forty-four other patches. You could choose, or I can roll. For yeah, these. I, yeah. I'll I, I'll give you those, uh, so you know what all you got for that. Uh, and then Ultrax, you want to read what your lantern does? My lantern of revealing burns for six hours on a pint of oil. And no matter where I point it in a 30-foot radius, it will make invisible creatures or objects visible as long as they are in the stream of light. Wait, what's the pint to court trans tr- like thing? <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I think there's four pints in one gallon. Yeah, but you can make a quart of oil every day. But he yeah. needs oh, a pint. yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I think there's four or six pints in one gallon. I think you're right. There's a half quart in one pint. <laughs> we'll go ahead and say that all tracks, you're always going to have enough oil for this thing because Clyde between, can, <laughs> yeah. between Pl- Clyde and Ubo. We all have computers. It's 0.5 quart. Yeah. All right, a half um, quart is one pint? Yes. All right, so I can make two pints. Dang, yeah, yeah. You guys are good. Sweet. Perfect. On his off days, if he like is about to go to sleep and never used it yet, he can just make some oil for Ultrax just to be safe. Yeah, just keep <laughs> making it and just like we can like container it, you know, and save it for later. Look, I got this mostly for the beer, wine, and honey. Okay. Yeah, I, I figured that. I figured that. <laughs> um, so uh, from here, you all head out, and it it actually is really late in the day, but uh, you all plan this party. And uh, where did you plan this party to be at? Our dorm room. Yeah, our dorm room, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's going to be a packed astro. It's going to be like, it'll be spilling out a little bit uh, through oh, the halls. We, we plan to leave the door open. Yeah, the door <laughs> just be open, and like the next two dorms will also keep their doors open. We can go streaking through the quad. <laughs> Clyde, I thought you were doing that already. You're naked for 23 days or something like that, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is. Nine, nine days. days and 23 hours. Yeah, there it is, yeah, nine yeah. days. Uh, so after this this just absolute wild bonkers night of partying, uh, you all pass out in various spots of the school. Probably who knows where Clyde's at <laughs> when the <laughs> night's over. 
Um, but the next day when you all wake up, you've got, um, you know, nine days to just pretty much do what you all want and, and hang out until graduation day. And do we have nine days to find Clyde for that party? (laughs) It might take you that long. Uh, You probably find Clyde one day, like in, in the cafeteria, (laughs) just trying to eat a bunch of greasy food. Uh, so, so day two of your, your all's, uh, party, Clyde, do you get hangovers? Probably nope. not. Nah. I was going to say, yeah. How, how big and beefy Clyde is. He, yeah. He's probably. They're hang unders. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> What's such that a hang under. <laughs> no one knows but Clyde. <laughs> He actually feels better the day after he trains. <laughs> His liver gets healthier. <laughs> if I drink water, my, my kidney fails. <laughs> and you get hangovers. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Hello, everyone. It is your Dungeon Master, Adam Dweez. Thank you all so much for listening to Episode 5 of Halfway to Heroes. We had a ton of fun with this one. I really liked seeing the uh, characters grow a little bit. And also, I'm really excited to get into Arc 2, which will be Episode 6, which will be coming out next. We here at Halfway to Heroes and One Shot Onslaught are very happy to announce our new sponsor, Cobalt Press. If you don't know about Cobalt Press, Cobalt Press makes a bunch of really, really good and useful supplements and adventures for um, not just D&D 5e, but also a bunch of other RPG systems. And they have so much good work, it's going to be really hard for me to really focus on just one thing for this plug. But I did find something I want to focus on, and that is their Midgard campaign setting. So Midgard is a dark fantasy role-playing setting of deep magic inspired by the myths and folklore of uh, Eastern and Central Europe. Uh, The Age of Heroes is dead, the Bridge to Glory is broken, the Bifrost fell long ago, and... Pretty much, you can play uh, 5th Edition, Pathfinder, the Age System, and 13th Age role-playing pretty much as Vikings, which don't tell Dustin and Johnny that because they will never let me do another campaign setting for them ever again. This is the only thing they will want me to do, and honestly, this might be my next home campaign setting. It it sounds really good. They've got a bunch of adventures for it. They've got a lot of fleshed out uh, campaign settings for them. And you can find all of their Midgard supplements and adventures on their website, koboldpress.com. Head over there, go to the store, click on Midgard, grab all that content, and then start playing D&D set in Midgard. It is a dark time, but there are rumors throughout Midgard that a new breed of hero has come to stand against the dark, driving it back with spell, steel, and cunning. It gives me cold chills, you guys. Also, I wanted to mention Libris Arcana. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Libris Arcana is an awesome uh, monthly or quarterly dice subscription service that ships worldwide, no matter where you're at. And you can go to LibrisArcana.com. Uh, that is L-I-B-R-I-S arcana.com 
And I only spelled it out because I'm not positive I'm pronouncing that right. And I want to make sure that you all are able to find it easy enough. But yeah, it's super cool. They they make these gorgeous dice sets. You sign up for these subscription services and you get a random set of dice, uh, either monthly or quarterly. They've also got some uh, leather gaming covers and you can buy one one off random dice bags. It's a really cool service. I highly suggest that you all check that out. All right, I want to get you all right back into the, well, maybe not the action. I mean, they're just in school, but uh, right back to the story. And I'm really excited for you all to finish this episode and to listen to episode six. So uh, after you listen to this episode or while you're listening to it right now, make sure you join our Discord at bit.ly slash halfway to Discord. Join there, hop into the show discussion channel, and uh, let us know your thoughts on this episode. And then after that, uh, hang out with a bunch of other really cool people and just chat about uh, whatever you've got going on in your day. Uh, we'd love to have you. Thank you all for listening again. Thanks for sharing the word about the show. And uh, we will see you all in two weeks. So Merlin, uh, it's it's been a few days actually now since you all have become Scrimmore superiors. Uh, it's actually day five. You're mid. You're the midpoint. Uh, five more days till graduation, and you find yourself in the library. When you go into this library, this library is like three levels tall. It's got those kind of comical ladders that all libraries and movies seem to have that slide on wheels. Uh, what do you usually do when you're in the library? What kind of, what kind of reading do you usually do? Slitting necks and cashing checks. Whoa, he's talking to me, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like to look for relic books. Look for, um, I'd like to find out what this relic is that's given me all these powers, and how to use these powers. So. Day five, since becoming a superior, you're in the library, and you're actually looking in kind of one of the less perused areas of the library. You're you're walking down these aisles and kind of tucked away in the back corner on the first floor, and um, you don't really quite know why you're in this corner. It's actually a corner of the library you've never been in before, but for some reason, you you, you just felt like, checking out this corner seeing if there's a been a book you missed or uh you know trying to find out what's what's up with this this relic that's giving you these powers and while you're looking through these the books on the wall um they all seem to be just these all outdated mundane books that you've you've seen the covers of a thousand times and just never even decided to pick up but then while while you're looking down the spines of these books, you see one that uh, your eyes fall on for a few seconds, and you watch it for a few seconds, and you actually notice that this book, the color of its spine actually seems to be slowly changing, and it goes from it, it started at red when you first saw it, and then within like thirty seconds, it's not quick. You see it very faintly changing to orange. And then over like another 30 second period or so, it changes to yellow and then green and then blue and then purple. It's just, it's, 
slowly shifting these colors. And then from that purple, it goes back to blue. Uh, so it's never going very far off of its, its, its previous color. So unless you're looking at this book for a long period of time, you would never notice this. But it caught your eye. You, you, you watched it long enough to notice this color change. So, so I was staring at this for at least a minute to see this. Well, it's about 30 seconds per color change. So if you watched it through the whole color change, it was like three or four minutes. <laughs> I was staring at it for three minutes. <laughs> you could have picked it up when it did one color change. I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm going to grab this thing. Very interesting. It put him to sleep for a minute. Yeah. And then you wake up and then you stare at it for another two and a half hours. <laughs> this is still interesting. <laughs> so you, you said you plucked this book up? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you pick up this book and uh, you flip open the, the, like the front cover and you see uh, it looks like on the actual hard back of the, the front cover, it it seems to be engraved. It's weird. It doesn't look like it's handwritten with like a marker or a, pen or a quill or anything like that. It's like engraved into the book. It says, another gift for my favorite barber. Keep this book with you at all times. I feel it will help you greatly. Stay fresh. Signed, P. I'm going to take this book up to the the librarian. Okay. You you uh, you walk over to the like the, the, the main counter. And uh, behind the countertop, you see this uh, Aarokokra. It's an owl uh, Aarokokra, so it's like a half owl, half humanoid. And uh, it's got these uh, beady eyes uh, that's just staring at you and says, uh, How can I help you? Yeah, yes, I found this book. I would like to... Uh, can I check this out? Can I permanently check this book out don't say that just steal it <laughs> can i check it out and then you know check it out out again next week or whatever do you do you mean you would like to buy this book i would like to buy this book <laughs> it's got my name in it i think it's for me she outstretches her wing and uh, scoops it up from you and uh, flips open a few pages uh, looks at the front of back she says why would you want a blank book? It's I don't. It's got my name on it. I think I should have it. Where's your name at in this book? I, I don't. It's right here. And uh, you point to the front cover, and she looks at it, and then she looks back at you, and she says, "Is this a joke? This is a blank book. Did you bring this in?" Yeah, I'm sorry. This is <laughs> this is my book. <laughs> um, and and by the way, Merlin, you you flipped through some of the pages. This book is not blank. By the way, I'm not much of a jokester. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fail, failed attempt. <laughs> oh, With my head held down, I'm just gonna walk out. Like, I failed a joke. I failed at a joke. <laughs> she kind of stares at you for a little bit, but then just goes back to sorting her Dewey Decibel system.
alt tracks on day six. Okay. You, you are uh, called into the church of the school. There's actually like multiple rooms in the church for like each god, but um, all the paladins are gathered in this room. You actually see Uthor uh, in the room also. What's up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he just looks over at you. And he's like, <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Tell Unator I said, hey. Yeah. I'm sure he likes that a lot. I will. He likes winners. He hates you guys. <laughs> you see a, a different paladin come, another paladin of Saloon come and uh, take Uthor up into one of the other, like the solo rooms. Um, and then uh, this <laughs> old ass half orc comes up to you. I mean, uh, you don't know how the fuck this guy's alive. <laughs> he's, he's got this wispy white hair. And uh, you know him to be Naz, like the main paladin of, of Onatar Wait, in the school. Did you see Nas, like the rapper? Naz, <laughs> N-A-Z. And he talks like this. <laughs> Does he wheeze a lot? Uh, he, he says, uh, are you prepared to do your oaths? Yes. Yes, I am. Follow me. And uh, he leads you to the, you know, this, it's like a, it, this room, it, this room has these, these separate rooms that are all off to the side. And each of the separate rooms is like a, like a mini church of uh, these different gods and pantheons of Modras. And uh, he leads you to the, the, the room for uh, Onatar. There's a statue of Odin holding a Pepsi can. <laughs> no, that, that was that was two doors down. Do I just go in here? Well, I'm coming with you. you you're following me. <laughs> I passed you 20 minutes ago. Uh, well, wait, well, wait, wait for me. You need a witness to your oaths. Okay, okay, we're in here now. Now we're at the shrine of Onatar. <laughs> is it just all tracks? Or are we all with them? No, this is just all tracks. This is all tracks. Um. Uh, so you, now, Altrex, you're at the Shrine to Unatar, and you're with, no no one else is in this room besides you and Naz. Naz says to you, um, okay, now, before we begin, are you sure you're ready? You know once you swear your oaths, there's no going back. You cannot break your oaths as a paladin. I understand. I'm ready. Kneel before the Shrine of Onatar. And repeat after me. After me. Oh, okay. Well, smart ass. Oh, sorry. Pardon me, Onatar. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. I'm ready. All right. Are you kneeling down? Yes. All right. So, uh, so, uh, Ultrax is kneeling down from the, the shrine of, uh, Onatar. Naz, the wizened half orc paladin, is, um, standing next to the shrine and he says, when faced with a choice of fighting my sworn foes or combating a lesser evil, I will always choose the greater evil. Yeah, repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Can we do it slower, please? Like wedding vows. Fucking three words at a time. <laughs> when? When? Okay. Do you just need me to read it slower or like piece it up more? Send him the text. <laughs> yeah. Just put it in the group. Message. (laughs) (laughs) When faced with a choice of fighting my sworn foes or combating a lesser evil, I will always choose the greater evil. 
When faced with the choice of fighting my sworn foes or combating a lesser evil, I will always choose the greater evil. Ordinary foes might win my mercy, but my sworn enemies do not. Ordinary foes might win my mercy, but my sworn enemies do not. I will use any means necessary to stamp out evil. I will use any means necessary to stamp out evil. If my foes wreak ruin on this world, it is because I fail to stop them. I must help those harmed by their misdeeds. If my foes wreak ruin on the world, it is because I failed to stop them. I must help those harmed by their misdeeds. In Onatar's name, I swear it. In Onatar's name, I swear it. Ultrex, you knelt a student, now stand as a paladin. Ubo, it's now day nine. Okay. And I'm still naked. <laughs> Clyde's still naked somewhere. Uh, no, no, no. I take that back. It's now day eight. Um, and I'll do Clyde's day nine. And you are actually in your favorite class. BattleBots 401. It's very advanced. And it's just you and your instructor, Biohazard. Just us two? Yeah, it's just you two in here. It's not You're, you're not actually in the class because the classes have been... They're, they haven't been going on, but he uh, sent you. He left a note at your dorm inviting you to um, to stop by, and he had a uh, he had something for you. And uh, he says, um, "Thank you for joining me, Ubo. I had a few things I wanted to speak with you about." Go ahead, sir. You have now become a Scrimmore superior, and I believe that with such a prestigious title comes. A gift, and I will be honest with myself. This gift is also because you have been a favorite student of mine over the years. And he takes out this pretty big box. It's like a five foot by five foot box, and he <laughs> and he puts it down on this table. And it's uh, it's got this orange wrapping paper paper with these little turtles on it. Where did he pull that from? Um, it was it was just on the floor behind him, but the the, the table was blocking his view, so he didn't see it. <laughs> And uh, he says, I hope the wrapping paper pleases you. I found it in a proprietor in town. It's a very nice church. (laughs) Would it please you to open the gift and see what it is inside? I'm going to open it very slowly. Like, really slowly. Um, So it's it's one of those gifts that is kind of weird where it's got a lid on it that's not wrapped with the rest of the wrapping paper. So so you can just take the lid off if you wanted to. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. It's like cardboards. <laughs> I mean, huh. it, it was suctioned on there. It was suctioned on there really good, and uh, you pop it off, and uh, what's in here? You may know that it is. It is against protocol for students to keep their battle bots they have used over the years. But I believe that with you being a scrimmer superior, paired with also being my unbiased favorite student i thought it only fitting that you collect and keep your winning battle bot for this year's battle bot champions <laughs> so uh uba what does your battle bot look like in here Fuck, man so artificers have um it's a medium size so it's like 
it could be like like three feet tall by three feet wide or five feet by five, whatever. Um, and then it's it's supposed to have spider like legs. That's what the description says. But we don't need it to if you don't want it to, Sean. Uh, but it can move. It doesn't have the most movement, but it can go up walls and on the floor up to fifteen feet movement. So it's not super fast. And then either has a turret or a flamethrower on it. Ooh, can it be? Can it float? Can we say it floats? Um, it, it could. Sl- we could say hovers. it slowly floats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we could say it will keep the speed the fifteen feet, but we could say it floats. Yeah, it's. Let's say it's really slim. It's like a disc, and then like the weapons telescope out of it somehow. It seems impossible, but it happens. What do you mean telescope? Like fucking Inspector Gadget hand or? You can switch this once per long rest. You can switch it between ballista. And flamethrower. Okay, so I'm gonna do ballista. So it's like a, a hovering disc with a a ballista that can telescope out. Like, yep. <laughs> I would like to ask. You were pretty vague about it during the whole BattleBots championships. Uh, you never once said its name out loud. Can I ask what the name of this BattleBot is? Xena. He looks around. Who who said that? <laughs> And Clyde's <laughs> naked in the corner. We found him. <laughs> and and then his war cry. <laughs> the F? His name is Grease. Spelled with a Z. I very much enjoy that. <laughs> Gives me a giggle. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Now, Ubo, I do ask you one favor in return. I do want you to take care of Grease. I've never seen a battle bot quite as deadly and versatile as Grease. So I do wish to see Grease evolve in the future. And also, I cannot wait for any of your future inventions, Ubo. I anticipate them greatly. Clyde, you finally, it is day nine. It is the night before the graduation ceremony where you guys were at least supposed to say a a few words to the graduation. So you have finally made your way back to the dorm room (laughs) and uh, you you make it there and the other guys aren't there quite yet. So uh, you're you're kind of getting ready for bed. Dealers aren't in yet, but uh, do you have like a bedtime routine you do every night or do you just like... I thought you were just asking if you had a bedtime. No, um, no, a bedtime yeah, routine. Yeah, bedtime. Um, you know, I got I got my dream catchers above me. I yeah, I I typically strip down naked and drink a few more beers and you know <laughs> pass out. He dive bombs his bed and it's just a big old sound of nothing but cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your your mattress made out of uh, Bud Light cans. You uh, you're 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 midway down to just uh, stripping down. You're you're pounding a beer. And you actually, you hear a couple beer cans scatter behind you. And you turn around and you see this man standing in front of you. And he's every bit as tall as you. Not only that, not only is he as tall as you, he it, it's like you're looking in a mirror. Except he's got this faint blue glow around him. He's, he's not quite opaque. He's a, like a... 10% translucent and he just looks at you square in the eyes and says 
Well, shoot, ain't you grown big, Ted? Clyde? <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Well, who the fuck's Ted? Oh, well, now, is that any way to speak to your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you ain't my daddy. Be gone. You sure did grow big, son. How how you been? I'm sorry I wasn't there for you growing up. I, I told your mom I'd be home, but, you know. Oh, yeah? 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 Well, what's uh, what's my mom's name? Lou Ann. Good old Lou Ann, your mama. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I try to make it back. I don't know exactly what all happened. The end's all a little bit fuzzy, but, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what happened, but I try to make it back to you. Can I grab him? Can I jump on him? Uh, how how do you want to try to jump on him so we can get? So a I'm on the top bunk, <laughs> <laughs> naked, and I, and I'm just looking at him as he's talking to me. I just go to jump on him, like <laughs> you you go and try to like Goldberg spear tackle through him, and as you do that, it it feels just for a moment like you're just like tackling through Jello. And you just come out the other side, and, and you pass through, and he turns and looks at you down on the ground and says, Well, is that any way to treat your daddy? I'm going to try to tackle him. Uh, you tackle him out of the waist, and again, it's like it's like going through jello. Why is he jello? pass through his body. Uh, and uh, his his whole form just kind of shimmers a little bit. Come on now, Clyde. That, that ain't no way. Come on. I haven't seen you in so long. I'm still getting used to this whole being a ghost thing. I'm... I've been trying to contact you. Didn't you notice? I've been knocking over stuff and uh, shaking your little deer heads and trying to spook you a little bit so that you knew I was here. But uh, if you're my daddy, when'd you die? About 30 years ago, right right before you was born. Mm, convenient. It was the actual opposite of convenient because I never got to meet you. <laughs> do, do I have my great axe on me? Uh, it's probably in your room somewhere. I, I, I'm going to oblige him and go with it for a short bit, but I'm bringing my great axe. Okay. He says, "Well, now, so, so yeah, I've been, I've been trying to talk to you a little bit, son, but like, like I mentioned, I'm getting used to this whole being a ghost thing. After 30 years, I'm finally kind of being able to project myself, if you know what I mean. Try to." But- but why now, Daddy? Well, I, I, <laughs> why now? This, this is the first time I've been getting strong enough. I spooked that little goblin fella. Daddy, I miss you. Why now? It's a bit, I, this is, I've been trying to contact you. I've been shaking stuff. and this is a, this is a, It took me 30 years to be able to, you know, show myself. That's not my... I tried my best, son. It was just me and mine the whole time. No, I no, I never once left you alone. I've been with you since since day one of your birth. I've been falling around, being a little creepy. I try to give you privacy if you're in the bathroom or in the bedroom, but I've been uh, with you ever since. Other than that, but I I think I got the hand of it, hangle hangle of it now. <laughs> handle I uh, my. You got the angle to dangle, Daddy. My com my common speech is leaving me now. I don't know what's happening. I can't speak no more. You got the angle of the dangle, daddy. Since <laughs> I spoke in thirty years, cut me in some slack, daddy. Shut up, daddy. What you want? What you want, daddy? I just, I just, I've, I've been, I've been watching progress at school. I just, I've been really trying to form, let you know that 
I'm, I'm really proud of you. You know, graduating school, that's 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 a big thing. Because Scream more superior? I was I was oh man, when they when they announced that, I thought, yeah, that's right, that's my boy. And then I realized there ain't no other ghost, so no one else saw me celebrating. But uh, I but I was celebrating. I was proud. Now I, I don't know. Now, how seems- how did you hear I was at Scrimmore Academy? Son, I've been watching you. I've been I've been everywhere you've been going. Throwing beer cans. Uh, yeah, I've hit you with more than a dozen beer cans. I don't know where you think these beer cans coming from. Other than <laughs> I, me. Thought, I thought that was fucking Merlin this whole time. <laughs> oh, you're a little magic fella. Yeah, you know what? I can see that now. Well, he's my daddy now. No, I'm I'm still your daddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be around now. I'm making I'm making a stand right now. I'm going to be around. Whenever you need help, I'm going to try to be around. I'm going to try to be there to help you. It would be pretty cool to have a ghost following us around. <laughs> I I missed you, Paul. I, I missed you. I missed I, you. I, I missed you, too. And Mom I, misses you, too. I, yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little tingly. I I don't think I got a whole lot longer left, but I, I do want to mention, I, while you're mentioning your ma. Don't next, you be feeling tingly around me. N- no, my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going, but before I go, I want to I want to tell you. Make sure when you see your mom next time, you you tell her you tell her I love her, and you tell her that I'm proud of you and I'm I'm proud of her for raising you all by herself. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I did all I could. Don't go, Daddy. Don't go, Daddy. And with that, Samuel, your dad, fades from view, leaving you alone in the dorm room again. We're going to level everybody up real quick. Hey, Clyde, Johnny, what what subclass did you pick for your barbarian? Oh, fuck. Uh, the ancient ancestral? Uh, ancestral guardian. Ancestral guardian. So whenever Clyde rages, a little ghost comes up to help him out. Wasn't it three ghosts? No, it's just it's just your daddy. Well, I think once I hit 14, it's like three. Well, there's going to be three of your daddies then, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Three Roboidos. It's Roboidos. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So, so Johnny, do you want to read what uh, Ancestral Protectors... Third level, spectral warriors appear when you enter your rage. While you're raging, the first creature you hit with an attack on your turn becomes the target of the warriors, which hinder its attacks. Until the start of your next turn, that target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against you. And when the target hits a creature other than you with an attack, the creature has resistance to damage dealt by attack. The effect on target ends early if you rage ends. So yeah, pretty much now whenever Clyde rages, his uh, his dad is going to come back and uh, and help him out. Um, let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, Merlin, what do you get at level three? <clears throat> I picked uh, the Pact of the Tome. Uh, your patron gives you a grimoire. Grimoire? How do you say that? Grimoire. Grimoire called a book of shadows, but in my case, is a book of rainbows. It is indeed a bit book of rainbows. 
Uh, when you gain this feature, you choose three cantrips from any class spells. Um, when the book is in my on my person, you can cast those cantrips at will. I I pretty much <laughs> I pretty much just get cantrips. Um, if I lose the book, I can perform a one hour ceremony to receive a replacement. Yeah, so that was your uh, your book of rainbows that you got in the library. And the uh, three cantrips I chose was Mage Hand, Resistance, and Green Flame Blade. Nice. Uh, Ultrex, what'd you get? You got a whole bunch of stuff, man. I'm sorry. Oh, man. It, uh, well, first, what, what oath did you swear? Uh, I chose the Oath of Vengeance. And I thought that I, I liked it because I think that makes sense for a Warforge that was created to kill... Um, Illithid, so. I have two different divinities. Um, Abjure Enemy and Vow of Enmity that I could do. Um, it gave me two spells. Bane and Hunter's Mark. And also, I am now immune to disease. Nice. What else you got? Because I'm sure you got a whole lot more. Two spells, two uh, divinities, and immunity to disease. Uh, Sean, what did Ubo get at level three? I know you get quite a bit at level three, I think. Yeah, too much stuff. One of which is your uh, good, good old uh, Grease, your uh, turret. Yeah, so I got my turret. Turret pet, right? Yeah, and then I get three choices for artificer infusions. So I'm going to pick replicate magic items, sending stones, basically like walkie-talkies, enhanced defense, which... Uh, Gives a creature a creature gains a plus one bonus to armor class while wearing armor. Ooh, yeah! For that, you can enhance a set of armor. Um, I will say, as a turtle, you can't yourself wear armor, dude. You could give that to me, man. Uh, like, yeah, turtles have just a flat seventeen, no matter what. They can't. They can never go above that. Well, they can never get it. more armor. I don't want to do that. Then you could like. If 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 you wanted to go that route, you could uh, increase somebody else's armor by one. Hmm. Nope. Sorry, guys. Oh, are you kidding me? The fudge, man. The fudge. Call the fudge. Get the judge. Did somebody what? get the lantern of revealing? Yeah, I did. Okay. All tricks did. I'm gonna get the cloak of the manta ray then. But uh, the last thing is the returning weapon. Because it sounds badass. This magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. And it returns to the wielder's hands immediately after using it to make a ranged attack. So it's like Thor. Like Thor. It's yeah, like Mjolnir. So it's like a magic. We'll, we'll make it a wrench. A wrench. Oh, okay. So so this works in a couple ways. You better tell us a fucking duck when you launch that shit. <laughs> so... Okay, so Sean, do you want do you want to use that as your actual big two handed spanner thing? Yeah, and make it uh so now that it's just a permanent plus one spanner, and also whenever you throw it, it comes right, so you can throw <laughs> this big ass wrench at people. Okay, awesome. How heavy is this thing? It's really heavy. I'm strong. I'm yeah, strong it's a turtle. ten pound spanner. What's your strength at? 9,000. So I got arcane turret, and then I'm going to choose to be an artillerist. So I will get two new spells, shield and thunder wave, 
which I was reading them today, and I cannot wait to see like what your gadgets are for those. That, those sound really cool. The Thunder Waves is shit. Yeah, Thunder Wave. Like, picture a gadget with Thunder Wave. That's going to be cool as hell. And then a gadget that can do shield. Both are really cool. Thunderclap, you can be like like your your butt cheek slamming shut or something. Dude, it's not like it's gadgets, man. <laughs> Yeah, he, maybe he has a gadget butt, man. <laughs> like like all tracks. Yeah, like a biomechanical butt, because turtles don't have butts. <laughs> well, why would they, they not shit? have a butt? Yeah, they have butts. What do you mean? They, they shit out their tail. There's, they poop out there. There's like, there's like a little hole in the tail that opens up. No. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That would still <laughs> technically be a butthole. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah his, his butthole isn't slamming shut. I think, like I think Johnny's talking about butt cheeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 When, when I don't have butt you, cheeks. When you sneeze and fart, that's when your butthole slams shut. It's your it's your butt cheeks clapping really fast. Yeah, his his butt cheeks are slamming super hard, and it creates a thunder wave. I, I will say we also did already meet um, Grease, your turret, which... Um, yeah, I'm going to... It's a force ballista. Make a ranged spell attack originating from the turret at one creature or object within 120 feet of it. Uh, on a hit, the target takes 2d8 force damage. And if the target is a creature, it is pushed up to 5 feet from yeah, the turret. Yeah, so this is something that's super cool with artificers. They, uh, If they pick this spec, they get this little battle bot uh, that uh, we have now realized is named Grease. And uh, it it can move, like even walk up walls. And and uh, Ubo has mentioned that his actually hovers. It doesn't have those spider legs, so it can kind of like go up walls a little bit, and it can kind of move around. Um, and it it's pretty cool. It's got some it's got some good damage. It's got some uh, some cool things that uh, Ubo like at night if he's resting, he can tinker with it a little bit and change it from this ballista to a th- flamethrower or to this thing that actually gives you guys temp HP. So uh, it's pretty cool. And one last thing, uh, starting at third level, your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make that uses your proficiency with a tool. So, so, yeah, so anytime Sean has to use a tool, he gets to use double his proficiency. Um, so if if you guys don't need anything fixed that needs tinkering, um, Uba should should. I'm get, your guy. Use. I'm in a hankering for a tinkering. <laughs> Can you can you put a can you put a flamethrower in my great axe? <laughs> we'll see. Sure. It'd take a uh, while, but it's he done. could do that. It's done. We did oh, it. Cool. It's already it's already there. A plus uh, a, a, a D one for damage on that. Okay, D one. D one. So uh, everybody. Uh, I th- I think we're good. I think everybody's leveled up. I think we uh, had everybody's kind of uh, backstory reason for their leveling up. And now, I think you all just need to wait two weeks to uh, see graduation day. See man, what's up. I'm all leveled up. I want to do something. Yeah, let's fucking go fight somebody, man. The Funky Four. Let's, let's just let's... kill them. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to tell them our health? <laughs> Uh, I was gonna have you guys roll for health, but then I realized that you guys all use D and D Beyond to level up, and it, it automatically upgrades your max HP. It did not. So, are we level three or level four? You guys are all level three now. 
Well, we don't even get like a like a cliffhanger this episode, like to uh, into uh, Arca twos. Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day! Y- you guys will all see each other tomorrow during graduation. Uh, so come up with any cool speeches you all want. Well, we we recording again tomorrow? No, uh, tomorrow in game. I'll see you tomorrow, Clyde. Again, it's your Dungeon Master Adam yet again to say, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, thank you to all of our current patrons. We have got Rachel, aka Dragonbait, Brittany Ballesteros, Danny M, Scott Uncle Shanesaw, Jeremy Fair, Not Iron Claw, Danny T, Matthew G, Brittany D, Jigarundu, Brian Bridges, Gene L, and Naomi Sweet. Uh, you may notice two new names, uh, Uncle Scott Shainsaw and Naomi Sweet. Welcome aboard, both of you. Uh, thank you all so much for your support. If you want to get your name on this list, you can head over to patreon.com slash one-shot onslaught. By the time this goes out, our special offer will have ended where we will be sending personalized and signed postcards with some stickers and some magnets and things in it. But guess what? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. You can still sign up for our Patreon right now. And until we're out of those things, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to keep sending them to our to our new patrons. So um, you want to get in quick before we run out of those things. But uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll definitely uh, send a few more out even after that special offer is done. So hop in. And to do that, you'll go to bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon or patreon.com slash one shot onslaught. That's right. One shot onslaught. Uh, and that is because that Patreon supports both of our shows, not just this one. And you get bonus content for both shows also. Now, time for some iTunes reviews. The first one I want to read is from The Real Dragon Bait. The Real Dragon Bait says, exciting exclamation mark. I was excited to listen to this podcast when I was told it was coming out. One Shot Onside is always fun, and I expect the same humor and excitement from this one. Keep it up, guys. And then Biba17 says, Awesome new world, exclamation mark. I love those exclamation marks, guys. Keep them coming, please. Halfway to Heroes has an awesome group of people playing in an interesting setting. I enjoy all the characters and the unique setting. So thank you, Biba, and thank you, Dragonbait. If you want me to read your iTunes review, uh, then just leave one. I'm still, I still got a couple that I haven't caught up on. Um, but don't you worry if I have not read yours yet. I'm, I'm going through, and I'm, I'm just gonna chug through these until I read them all. I promise. If you want to help the show but aren't quite ready to make the plunge into Patreon, you could always just, uh, spread the word, tell a friend about the show. Tweet about the show, follow us on all social media, and share all of our social media. There's uh, Word of mouth is, it is absolutely the number one way for us to grow. So uh, if you've ever told even a single person about the show, thank you so much for that. Um, also, iTunes reviews and ratings help a ton. And we really do appreciate everything you all have done for us so far. You guys have been killing it. Uh, the show's been growing faster than we expected it, and it's it's been awesome hearing stories from all of you 
about uh, things you've liked about the show, and it really motivates us to put on the best show possible. Oh, uh, speaking of putting on the best show possible, one last thing before I let you all get get to these outtakes, which there are a lot of, but they're all pretty good. Uh, But we did just start a Ko-Fi, so if you want to give us a one-off donation, uh, all the money from the Ko-Fi is going to be going into a new pool for new mics so that we have better audio quality. That is ko-fi.com slash one-shot onslaught. You can give, I think the lowest you can give is like $3. I don't really know exactly how Ko-Fi works just yet. Uh, very new to it, but I, I thought we would make another way for you all to help us get those better mics and uh, so show your support in another way. If that's what you're into, if not, completely understand. Thank you just for listening. You all are amazing. And uh, here, let me get let you all get to these outtakes right here. Boop. See you all in two weeks. Wait, what, are you adding shit to this or what? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Wanda of HTTPS. Okay, there's like a little pink thing. That says, I'm not doing that. That's I not clicked me. something. What the F? It's live? Are we being hacked? Everybody better pick their items fast. Dustin's deleting no, it all. I clicked it. Oh my God, the CIA is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I want the lantern. What is going on? It keeps saying Adam DeWeese, Adam DeWeese, Adam DeWeese. Adam DeWeese did it, not me. Merlin, uh, other than in between your, your partying and uh celebrating uh what would you be doing you think for downtime in the school shoot man i don't know playing put me on the spot. cutting Why hair dude what do you mean <laughs> well no i mean okay well like okay. I, yeah. all right no i'm gonna i'm gonna put you somewhere then <laughs> you told me this is what you would do in your downtime some what other did- time and now you're not gonna help me out okay <laughs> when did i say that <laughs> You're getting put here, boy. Yeah, I spilled my fucking drink everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> you spilled your beef jerky, what? I spilled my drink everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, like on the wall and behind the fucking desk. Oh, Jesus, dude. man. It's not on your computer. Oh, here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay. Oh, shit. I deleted it. <laughs> no, I got it. Right. My memory bank is not that long. <laughs> Can you send that to me? <laughs> oh my God. I, all the other ones are shorter, so I didn't think I'd have to yeah. send them all. I just don't, I don't want to mess this up. All right. This one's kind of long. I'm going to go for it, though. I believe in you, Barry. <laughs> Here we go. It's not as long as first. Now if, you may kiss. <laughs> okay, I'll send it. I'll yeah. send it. And then I'll edit it together like you... Okay, like I was just golden through that. Make me look good. Dolo two or shorter. The last one. Uh, Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's my mom's name? Johnny, did you ever give me your mom's name? I sure did. What's my mom's name? I don't think you gave me your your mom's name. I don't think you did, man. What is it? I don't have it. Luann, man. Luann. Lou, Lou Ann, good old Lou Ann, your mama. Could I just told you, damn it? No, you I'm adding that out. I'm adding you that ain't out. my dad. So he just says Lou Ann. All I could have fucking imagined was on Waterboy where fucking Roboido. That's shows up. what I kept pitching too, man. <laughs> it's Roboido. <laughs> it's Roboido. It's your daddy. Roboido, your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I'm Roboida. <laughs> Yo, daddy. Uh, Man, uh, you guys, I wanted that scene to be like somewhat like emotional. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the only thing that was in my mind is when he pulled up at his wedding in his car. Here. Yeah, that's what I I'm kept Roboido. picturing. Yo, daddy. That's what I kept picturing too. Man, you didn't have to talk like him. He <laughs> could have been different. I was trying to talk like Johnny does. <laughs> <laughs> Alligators honoring they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. I, I was going to fucking ask that Tim. I was going to say, you mean Daryl the Minotaur? But I didn't because I, for whatever reason, I thought it would not compute or it wouldn't be even part of this. I fucking that. knew it. <laughs> I, fu- I fucking hated Daryl, by the way. Who the fuck is Daryl? I don't know this from, from the Minotaur episode that me and Dustin did. Oh. <laughs> that episode is ridiculous. I listened to it the other day. I was it's like, so what the good. fuck is this? You don't count again. What the F? <laughs> <laughs> A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.